And this is For Your Records, and this is episode one. <sighs> Everybody's gonna be asking me a bunch of fucking questions and shit. Why the fuck you doing this podcast by yourself? Why the fuck you doing this? Because I wanted to, bitch. No, I'm just gonna come off and I'm gonna just tell y'all up, right? I'm real fucking um, real, okay? When it comes to this music shit, I'm real passionate about it. So I figure, why not make a fucking podcast? And I don't know anybody that's going to have the time, anybody that's not going to have any of the um, background that I do. Like, I do. I have friends that love music just as much as I do. But I'd rather just bring them on, on to guests on the show from time to time and just, you know, I know everybody. I'm going to just bring a different guest on here from time to time. And then sometimes, sometimes it's just going to be me. And we're going to ride out. And that's fine. I know sometimes it gets boring to listen to one voice and all of that, but I promise you I'm a lot of personality, and as this goes on, you are going to love me. But anyway, I'm Key from Clee, and um, I'm from Cleveland, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. We're going to get right into it, okay? I love music. I love to talk about it. I'm real passionate about it. I love different artists, I love different music, I love different genres, but you know, black people, we only gonna talk about the hip-hop and R&B, which is fine, that's what I like to talk about anyway. I mean, I like to talk about other stuff, but you know, we'll talk about it, we'll get into it. I like to share my knowledge about music that I know. Some people be like, what, bitch, how you know that? <sighs> I just watched a lot of documentaries, a lot of stuff growing up. I study a lot of different artists and producers and things that they've done, and I can listen to a beat sometimes and be like, damn, that's a for real beat. Or damn, that's a Timbaland beat. Or damn, that's a Yay beat. I can literally do a lot of that shit. And it's like, it kind of wows me sometimes. And I go to look it up and I be like, wow, bitch, you got an ear. Um, Before y'all get weird, I am a Sagittarius. Don't judge me. Um, They say we have a really good ear for music. Um, I'm not against that. <laughs> they probably right. Um, I don't know. I just... Look, y'all, I love music. I love talking about it. Each week, I'll have somebody on here. This is something I've been wanting to do for a long time, but I didn't know how to go about it. Um, I'm a real creative at heart. I like to create shit, so this is part of my creations that I'm working on. And I'm really excited to bring it to the platform and watch it grow and all of that. So I'm just really excited. So, yeah. All right, so... I'm just going to get right into these topics and what we're going to be talking about because I think that this is going to be a really good podcast as this comes along because it's just going to take together everything that we see on Twitter about these rap artists and things like that. And we'd be like, yo, they wildin'. And it's a lot of things that's just going to go unnoticed. And with this podcast, we can have something to hold on to it. So music is changing every day. And I just want to be the one to just remind you where it came from and how that all started. And we're going to talk about trendsetters and who should be honored and what should we should be talking about. Reminiscing on bangers that we loved and club bangers. And when we was young, we had no business listening to this. And it's just going to be fun, okay? We're going to have different segments each week. And it's just going to be a fun old time, okay? So the first little... Um, segment I'm gonna have is musical notes and musical notes is pretty much gonna be like our news segment pretty much what's going on well we in quarantine right now so a lot been going on in quarantine in the music world and I'm just gonna talk about a little bit on this episode and then our next segment is gonna be for your records 
that is the title of this podcast for your records because I just want to re- want y'all to re- be reminded at all times that this music shit that y'all be listening to is not fucking new. We be so hyped and forgetting everything that we came from. And I just want to remind y'all that no. So let's reminisce on these old little bankers. Things that may have, you know, shook the game a little bit. It's things that, you know, we may have really forgotten about. And I just want to be here to remind you. Because there was a lot of good music. And sometimes we might be like, oh, I forgot about that song. And I'm going to be like, oh, I remember that song. I listen to it every day. And there's going to be a couple people that's going to be behind me. It's going to be fun, y'all. I just can't wait. Um, And then we're going to have the record spotlight. And we're going to be talking about new music that may have came out. An artist that probably was doing dumb shit in the media. Um... Did a project that we probably thought was gonna be crazy good, but it came out to be crazy bad. Things that we expect to have and have have hopes for, and then it'd be like, oh. <laughs> so yeah, we gonna we gonna get into it. But this week we are gonna be talking about a meme that I saw on the internet, and we are gonna sh- shine a spotlight on that. And um, I just wanna get into this and really try to break this down and try to realize like where people heads be at when they compare music artists because I think it should be fair on all sides and I don't think people look at it like that but we gon' but that's why I'm doing this episode by myself the first time so y'all can kind of get a an idea of where I'm going with this and what I want to do because I, sometimes I feel like we just be talking and then you be like you mean that for real or that's just your opinion because that shit like that I don't know bro like I don't, I don't get it some people just be having these different ideas and and I just really be thinking like what made you think that was cool because it's not did you really break that down <laughs> but it's cool y'all probably already know what's, what meme I'm talking about but we'll get into it and then we're gonna talk about like um songs that um we was listening to as kids that we had no business listening to <laughs> so each each week I'm going to bring up a song And it's going to be like damn And we're going to really break down these lyrics And really look at it Like okay we, we had no business <laughs> And then we might end this off With a Cleveland record So um, I'll play a little sample Or I might just put a little artist on Depending on what time I got And what I felt like that day But yeah I'll just you know put it all together and I'll put a little Cleveland sample together for y'all so y'all can go download them support our local artists you know people that may have listened to me outside of Cleveland that can put y'all on or whatever anybody that wants to be a guest on this show let me know but you have to have you know a topic in mind that you want to talk about something that you're passionate about I don't want to bring you on this show and we talking about little baby and you don't even listen to little baby and I don't you know I'm gonna call you crazy but yeah, like, you know, it's just certain things. You know, got to break that down a little bit. Um, I got a couple guests already lined up for at least the next four or five episodes. But, you know, hit my line. Also, let me drop my Twitter and my Instagram and handles before we get deep into this show. I'll drop them again at the end. But you can follow me on Instagram at K-I underscore crown me. Key underscore crown me i really don't know if it's two it might be two underscores don't call me on that but i think if you put key underscore i should come up if you're in cleveland anyway 
you know, whatever. You might find me. And also find, follow our page for your records on Instagram as well. There is no Twitter yet, but I'm going to make one so we can talk our shit. You can follow me, my personal Twitter, at key, K-I-I, underscore, to his heart. In a minute, I'm going to try to come up with different things to come up with it. But I don't know. I've had my Twitter name for years, and I like it. And Twitter's my favorite app, so I don't really want to change it. If anything, Twitter might, I mean, Instagram might get um, changed, if anything. But I don't know. Oh, I just went on Instagram real quick, and they said a Pop Smoke album will be released on June 12th. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, Pop Smoke is an acquired taste, like beer. And um, I don't know how y'all like him. I like a couple songs, but I can't really like listen to like a whole little project of him. You know, I, I don't know. He's very New York. Maybe in, in New York they can do stuff like that, but I don't know. But I'm also not too fond of um, people putting out albums of people after they're um, deceased. I'm not really fond of it. <clears throat> Cause like, what if they didn't want that song out, or what if like they kept that in the booth or whatever? So I don't know. Um, I was trying to see if I fought saw anything else while I'm just scrolling, but I don't. It's just a bunch of junk. You guys suck on my Instagram, by the way. All right, um, let's get into it. <clears throat> I'm not going to sound like this all the time, by the way. This stupid-ass Cleveland weather got my allergies fucking at. I really sound like a um, boss-ass bitch all the time. But anyway, today in Musical Notes, I want to talk about these um, Instagram battles that we've been seeing in quarantine because I know we're not really supposed to pick winners. I guess that's the what we decided on after this last battle with Erica and Jill, but I don't know. I really feel like we should pick winners. <laughs> Um, maybe we shouldn't. I don't know, cause Erica and Jill was really a vibe. But with the other battles, I think we could choose winners. Is that fair? No, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, all right. So the first battle I think was like Swizz and Timberland, maybe back in the day. But that was them like DJing on set. And it was really dope because they was, like, coming up with, like, different um, beats as they was going. And um, I think between that battle, Swizz kind of won. Now, I was talking to a couple people about this battle, and they was pretty much telling me that, you know, Swizz will always beat Timbaland when it comes to these beats off the strength of Timbaland can introduce us to artists, whereas Swizz can bring us dope beats. And I'm just like, yeah, that's kind of a stretch. You know, that's that's a little bit of a reach. Maybe they stretched. I don't know. I don't know. But to me personally, both are like really dope. And I fuck with it. So maybe it'll work. But um I don't know. I feel like in that battle you can't really judge. But that battle was so long ago, you know, it's kinda like, oh, eh, all right. But I will say when you think about these artists as a whole You'd be like, damn, okay, well, when you think of Aaliyah and Missy and you always going to think of Timberland and Justin Timberlake and 
things along those lines. You always gonna think of them, but when it comes to Swiss, he pretty much gonna pass a beat to anybody, right? So I guess that's kind of uh eh stretch. But I don't know. My favorite one personally was the Manny Fresh and Scott and Scott Storch because um it was interesting because they brought up something interesting to me because Manny Fresh was putting out all these songs and everybody was like, ah, oh, he just playing his favorites. He not really playing hits for real. But Scott Storch wasn't really playing songs that he 100% produced. And I think that was the big difference there that people got to see. Um, you know, he may have came out with these songs with Beyonce and 50 Cent and things like that. But he wasn't the sole producer they both super producers don't get me wrong but i feel like scott could have went deeper in his bag manny could have went deeper in his bag too though for real i feel like he was missing a couple songs but I, I won't get into it but i think by default manny won that just off of he wasn't picking producing um this um the dream and shine garrett though that was dope that that was legendary, I ain't gonna lie. I, I was um pretty shocked at um the songs that Sean Garrett chose. He could have went way deeper in his bag, but yo, this battle was great. Like, I bet y'all didn't know the dream made half of them shits. Like all your little favorite little Beyonce songs. Oh, he went deep in his bag. He was not playing. It was a deep, deep battle. It was going. I loved it. Like, um, he even came out with the unreleased Holy Holy Grail with Jay-Z in the dream. Oh, phew. that was different. And then it's like, it's cool because if y'all got title, which I recommend y'all do. But, I mean, if y'all got title, they put all the playlists online on the little tiny, um streaming app. And it's really kind of dope how they did it. I really feel like... um. They they are having fun with it. It's kind of like a friendly battle, but they're really genuinely having fun with it, and I love it. You know, um, it's funny because at one point, they was both playing Beyonce tracks, and it's kind of funny, kind of brought up a question. Why don't we attack R&B artists for not writing their own shit, but when a rapper do it, we attack them? <laughs> but I guess it got something to do with, like, rappers and how hard they come off, you know? You talking about killing blah blah, blah blah, and you don't even be doing that. The nigga that wrote that be doing that shit, and that's kind of weird. <laughs> so I guess that's kind of why we kind of get let them get away with it. But you know, R&B, you know, they songwriters too. That should be kind of interesting. Oh, the T Pain and Lil John battle, that was really good. Um, yeah, that that was really good. It was like a really like a whole party in there. It was like it was like the two thousands, my whole little childhood. It was great. I loved it. Like, it's like Lil John got the party hits, and then T Pain got the little, the little bar vibes. You know, I loved it. It was, it was, it was great. I loved it. It was like songs that we kind of, you know, it was, it was amazing. I was just really excited when um, T Pain played Trailville. I mean, not T Pain when Lil John played Trailville. That was, that was exciting for me. That was like the highlight of my time. And blow the whistle. <laughs> Whew, that shit remind me of Miami. And then like uh 
snap your fingers that come on every time i'm in the south every time i'm on vacation when i was on the cruise bro i can count how many times in a day they turn they play turn down for what you know so i'm just you know looking at it from a, a wide spectrum i think little john won that battle now t-pain granted he 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 was hook master back in the day Shawty. okay banger and then um bartender you know he just it was a whole little situation when t-pain came out it's a shame he's broke <laughs> i'm playing t-pain i ain't gonna i ain't gonna do you like that but no i think honestly with that battle um t-pain won and then with this baby face and teddy riley battle y'all them memes had me dead as fuck y'all are funny i Black people are funny. I love, uh, I love y'all. Black people are really funny. <laughs> like hilarious though. But um, when they finally did do the battle or whatever, it kind of dawned on me that Babyface has brought us annoying artists that annoying that are annoying to me now. Like back then they were the shit, but now they're annoying. Starting with motherfucking Tony Braxton, she was annoying the fuck out of me the whole battle. Like girl, just let them battle. You do she want to battle? Who can she battle? But ain't the fucking way. I don't know, like, it was just really cringy to watch, so I couldn't really, like, stay. I kind of waited for the, the playlist at the end, so shout out to title. But I don't know, like, Tony Braxton was nasty back in the day. That's kind of what this um, whole little battle taught me, because I was young, and I didn't really, like, understand what Tony Braxton was saying as a kid. But You're Making Me High? Oh, my God, that's a nasty song. Like, that's a nasty song, like, really nasty. And then, like, um, I don't know. Me personally, though, I personally feel like Teddy Riley won. But I'm not going to get into that. We're not really picking who won. I'm not going to get messy. But I don't know. Like, Teddy Riley is more like a party guy. Like, um, it definitely brought me, you know, some, some, some bangers. Some bangers, though. You can have a piece of my love. It's waiting for you, and I won. So it's like, you know, I feel like that was pretty even, though. So, you know, we'll leave it at that. But the old school, we always going to appreciate that, you know. But this Erica Badu and Joe Scott, y'all, this was a whole vibe in my house. It was a situation here. I loved it. It was just really amazing. I had my candles lit, incense going, oil my scalp, moisturized. Like, it was a whole little situation. I loved it. But, um... You know, I started it from start to finish. I was there when Erica entered the chat. And when she left the chat and Jill had to play, you know, Tyrone for her. Like, it was a whole little sisterhood moment. I loved it. Like, if you missed that moment, I really feel bad for you. I mean, you can relive all these moments on title, but, like, nothing beats the actual lives, you know? It's like entering the club. Quarantine club. I love it. And then just, like, you know, all the little DJs just having fun with the little parties like DJ Quick and uh it was a lot of DJs just having like different moments catering to different artists it was really nice like it, it was great I'm really appreciating this quarantine time you know I'm irritated because I can't really move how I want to move and do what I want to do but like it's it's really starting to make me sit back and appreciate things like I really appreciate music so it's like now is the best time to start these podcasts when everything is going on Everybody's coming out with music, changing their sound, and music changed so much. So it's like, this is my time to, you know, hey, 
let's let's get it all together but i don't know y'all this erica badu and joe scott it was a whole little vibe like i really feel like joe scott was holding back on some of her like songs but when she put like cross my mind and then she was like ah, oh, i changed my mind and then she played he loves me i'm not gonna lie i realized like i really love jill scott's songs and i really rank them but any song that erica badu plays it's a vibe for me i know from start to finish i dance i sing and it's like i appreciate these ladies for two different things jill scott has got me through some tough times like when niggas really fucked me over and erica badu just makes me look at life differently it makes me appreciate things um but um can we talk about how y'all keep thinking tyrone is the man that's not her man that's the friend like she came out on the song like i'm getting tired of your shit you don't never buy me nothing and then she said every time you come around you have to bring bill james paul and tyrone so she's saying her man always bringing Tyrone with him. So I honestly think Tyrone was the friend with the car and her nigga was broke. I think that's what it was. I think that's what she was trying to capture. <laughs> Ooh, I am hilarious. Okay. Um, it was another song I wanted to address to y'all. Because as we get older, I just want y'all to understand. Um oh um next lifetime is also a beautiful song because like it's like recognizing that you're in a good relationship but you really like this man and you really attracted to him so like you kind of just got to like chalk it up and be like all right i'll see you next lifetime when really there probably won't be a next lifetime and you probably won't come across another man like that and that's why i always say never mind i ain't gonna say what i always say <laughs> but it's something about those drums when you hear on and on too that no that's didn't you know my bad it's just something about those songs and i don't know jill was really holding back i feel like she could have came out but that calls oh my god you always answer my calls when i call that was different you know i really appreciated that that was that was dope i don't know if if, if you're a music lover like me you really appreciate these versus battles because it's a different time and it's it's coming off really different I like it. I like it. This is a cool time to appreciate things. Um, I just saw that um, Ludacris and Nelly are battling. That's kind of exciting. That's like a whole 2000s party going on. They did come out at the same time, though. But you know what would be really dope? If they had like a music video battle and like missy elliott and um ludicrous went head to head in that because they came different with the music videos back in the day like we always think of missy elliott with that big old black jumpsuit talking about some beep beep who got the keys to the jeep and then i think of ludicrous with them big ass arms talking about some stand up like that shit was so funny i got a midget hanging from my necklace like he was just so ridiculous oh my god like i wish we can do that but you know this Nelly and um, Ludacris is gonna be really dope. They both have um, bankers for sure, and they both had their own little time. So I think that's a dope little battle. I also saw that um, Snoop Dogg wants to battle Jay Z, like the King of New York versus the King of West Coast, and that's that, I'm with that. I'm with that. 
But see, these battles kind of come from perspective too, because all the West Coast people gonna be like, yeah, Snoop, and then all the East Coast people gonna be like, yeah, Jay. Because I'm definitely Team Jay Z all the way, even though, you know, Uncle Snoop is that nigga. But it's just, it's crazy. If they really do that, that'll, that'll be, that'll be pretty cool. But me personally, Hove can battle Hove. <laughs> so we can do that instead. We can make a whole little side A and side B and go like that. He can battle himself. But no, that's actually pretty dope. Or even like a Kanye and Jay-Z. And then like, that would be really dope too. Kanye and Hove. I know they beefing, but are they beefing? We will never know. We will never know. And then, you know, of course, we always want the Kendrick and J. Cole. We always want that. Always. That's th two different sounds, though. That's why I be saying two different sounds. It always comes from perspective, perspective, different perspectives, perception. I perspe I, pr I put two words together. <laughs> I created a word. But um, that's what I say. Everybody want to battle Jay Z at this point. But I don't know. Like we battling lyrics, beats, songs. Cause I don't know. I feel like he can conquer all three. If we being honest. I also want to see a SWV versus an escape. I think that would be really dope. Another put on for the females. Or even like a uh a, a, um somebody said a Queen Latifah and MC Light. That'd be dope. We just gotta put the females on, you know? I wanna do like current R and B artists. Like can we do like a a her versus Janae Aiko or like a a, a SZA versus Ari Lennox? Dreamville, um, versus, um, <clears throat> TDE, that'd be pretty dope, I think that's pretty dope, <laughs> no, maybe not, I don't know, um, also, I've, have y'all been seeing Lil Wayne in these interviews, cause I've been cracking up, talking about how he has no idea what's been going on, and people been saying he he joshing with y'all, he playing, he joking, he really not. I really feel like he live under a rock because he don't really give a fuck. He did what he needed to do. <laughs> I don't know if y'all watch um, The Masked Singer, but he was on there. He said that was the most fun he ever had in his career. I feel like he just kind of just doing what he want to do, trying to be a good dad and just staying to himself, which ain't nothing wrong with that. I think it's pretty dope. But everybody keeps saying that <clears throat> Lil Baby is taking Lil Wayne's place and I want to I want to start this conversation. It's funny because my little dude been saying that for years now. He been saying that for like two years now. And at first I thought he was joking, like what? Little baby never be on Lil Wayne level. But as he keep putting out these songs, yo, there there's potential there. There there's some potential there. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna bring him on next week. We gonna we gonna talk about that. We gonna talk about that. We gonna say that conversation. But um. We gonna talk about how Lil Wayne basically kind of passed the torch to him, though. And I think that's pretty dope. It was an interview that he did, um, and he pretty much was saying, like, he, he fuck with him. He fuck with God. He, he likes his rhymes. He likes his flow. You know, it's a lot of new, new guys around here that he can't really give his props to, but they really was fucking with him. And I'm like, yo, because I fuck with Lil Baby. It took me a minute to ride this wave, but I fuck with him. And remember, we used to always compare Lil Baby and Gunna. I used to be like, nah, Gunna, Gunna for sure. But, like, yo, Lil Baby got it. He a little asshole, but he got it. He got it. I feel like he's definitely going to be on features, and he's going to be on this little wave. And I'm with it. I am with it. 
So this week in music, I want to talk about how um, I saw that Chance the Rapper, his album, The Coloring Book, which was really dope, dropped in 2016, which now makes this album officially four years old as of like in a few weeks. Um, <clears throat> Coloring Book was dope for me. I was always a Chance the Rapper fan, but I never really knew what he was capable of. Like, yeah, he could put out a mixtape. Yeah, he can rap. Yeah, he can. But his voice always kind of like bothered me. I kind of was always like scared for him. Like, oh, is his voice going to be what it is? And is it going to be better? But yo, I'm with it. I'm so with it. Um, I'm not really too fond of the past shit that he's been putting out. I know, I get it. He loved his wife and all of that you know i'm with that hot shower I, I don't know what that was it was cool at first but it's for children <laughs> um i liked both of the songs he did with Nicki minaj of course i am a bar by the way i do not um shame cardi by the way we'll have this conversation in a second when i'm done talking about this album we for, this is for your records today we're talking about uh <laughs> but no okay for your records Today, we're going to be talking about this Chance the Rapper album. Um, it's now officially four years old. The coloring book is four years old. And I really fuck with this album. Now, on Sundays, I always say no rap on Sundays. But this is like the only album I let slide. Because it's kind of like gospel-y. You know? We're kind of talking about music being his savior. And he got he's talking about God and stuff. And I like it. So, like, I feel like it can pass for my no rap on Sundays. But, you know, I kind of, kind of let that slide a little bit but like um he has he has a lot of metaphors on these tracks and i really fuck with it like smoke break he's talking about quality time we used to smoke in the bowl like babe we used to spend time together now we just now you just roll up and go and you just go and i just love that song okay it's a beautiful song from start to finish go back and listen to it and just kind of dissect it Juke Jam with Justin Bieber. Oh my God, that was a vibe. I wish that would have came out when, like, when I was a kid, and we really could have been at the skating rink, skating to these songs. Like that could have been a dope little vibe. Um, Angels is an anthem. Y'all want no problem, want no problem with me. Summer friends, summer friends don't stay. I don't know if you were a Chance the Rapper fan, you kind of see his growth from Coloring Book and his past um mixtapes it's kind of like pretty dope from 10 day and acid rap acid rap was pretty like like just sounds and testing sounds and going about that but like coloring book was really like talent there was a lot of talent there he you could tell he, he but he took a minute to come out with an album you could tell he put a lot of time into that so i appreciate that however his most recent album that he put out last year i'm not really too fond of that like, I like the songs he did with Nicki, like I said, but, like, I wasn't really too fond of that. Like, why would... Mm, I get it. We we get it. You love your wife. I love it. You like it, I love it. But I just wasn't really too fond of it. It just wasn't the same vibe, the same fun. It just wasn't... It's And then it's like the songs that I actually did, like, they come off childish to me. I don't know. I had no reason like a hot shower. Like, none whatsoever, but it was... I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe because the baby. <laughs> the baby does something to every song he's on. But yeah, that's for the four-year records for this week. 
just go back and listen to um, that Chance the Rapper um, song and I mean mixtape with album album mixtape turn album whatever you want to call it <laughs> um I <clears throat> have a couple things I kind of want to talk about but let's just get into it so I said earlier I wanted to talk about this meme that I saw on Twitter kind of was surfacing for a while it's kind of like old news now but I really genuinely want to talk about it because to I don't understand why we don't give people their flowers while they are here. Now, I know y'all gonna say, this isn't fair, you a Wale fan, but I'm also a Travis Scott fan as well. And mm, I don't wanna really, I don't, listen. This, this is tough for me to talk about because, you know, I like these artists. But, like, I just really want to break it down to y'all and really just try to understand what y'all are talking about and what is coming from this. So, there was a meme that had, like, the, you know, the Peter Griffin meme where they put all their hands in and then Peter kind of says, uh-uh, not you, to the bird. But, you know, we label it something else. And there was a meme that pretty, I don't know, it was just pretty weird. So everybody put all their hands in and it was J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Travis Scott, Drake and then the little bird hand was Wale and Peter was the one like mm mm get out of here um um now I know everything is an acquired taste okay not everybody likes the same music and that I do know trust me I listen to music that I know people probably would never fuck with a day in life um, and when I cater these episodes to certain artists, I know y'all not even going to click on them. And that's fine. People have a preference. But let's, let's look at it for a second, okay? Let's really, let's really look at this. Travis Scott, okay, is a dope artist. He has number one hits. His concerts are nuts. I've been to three of them. Um, he okay. Travis is dope. He's a dope artist. Okay, I I love Travis Scott. Before I even make these statements, let's just get into it. I love Travis Scott. Okay, I am raging at these concerts. I am singing every line word from word. I am raging with the white people. It's it's amazing. I love it. It's a whole crazy vibe. You will never find another vibe with somebody that you will have at with Travis Scott. It's great. Astro World, amazing album. Stargazing, amazing way to start an album. I love it. 5% Tip, Astro Thunder, Yosemite, Butterfly Effect. Oh my God, Butterfly Effect. I really played that song out. For This Life I Cannot Change. In the hills, deep off in the main. Like that summer, I really played that song out. Like, oh my God. Sicko Mode, that was an amazing song. Like, amazing. No bond standards. 
um, stop trying to be God. Like he has bangers. And then you go to Birds on the Trap sing, quiet, uh, sing McKnight. You got way back. I think fake niggas took it way back. Sweet like Coco. I get those goosebumps every time. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's some shit. First take, guidance, lose, all that. I'm with it. I love it. You know, you like it, I love it. I'm with it. However, I'm just, I'm confused, you guys. You know, we can go back to rodeo. Rodeo was an amazing time. I, I thought the, I thought that was like an amazing album for him to start out with. He had amazing uh, mixtapes in the past, but they captured something different. And I think Rodeo was a really cool time for him. Nightcrawler was an amazing song. Antidote. Don't you open up that window. Every time you turn on the radio, that song goes on. He performed at that concert for like five hours straight. Like, it was amazing. But I just want to break something down to y'all. If we talking about J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Wale got to be in there. He is so lyrical. Now, everybody knows I'm the biggest Wale fan. Shout out to the moons. I love y'all. But I don't really see how we can compare the two. I've heard people say they don't even know what Travis Scott is saying in his songs. People like it because the music is great. It's catchy. It's upbeat. Lay like that shit. But come on, man. While they had the best summer anthem on chill, come on, man. You put him and Jeremiah together, it's automatically a, a, a <laughs> baby, you got a bunny like a beans. Like, it's a whole little, okay. Let's, baby, how you get that way? Don't remember how I met her, but I know I won't forget her. And if loving her is wrong, then I just know I won't see heaven. She says she's from Seattle. She's 20 and some change. All right, I'm going to stop. I can go on and on and on. Y'all know me, but come on, man. I don't know if we just talking about, like, just lyrics or just what. But if we really trying to break this meme down, come on, man. And if we want to be honest, if we talking about conscious rappers, it should be Wale, Kendrick, Jay-Z. J. Cole, fucking, we can even throw D. Smoke in there if we want to be honest. It's a lot of conscious rappers that we can add in there. Shit, if we, if we want to take it back, Lupe Fiasco should be in there. Shit. But, Drake, I don't know, y'all. I feel like y'all get him too much credit. Granted, he's a good artist. I fuck with it. I love how he can market his old songs and make them feel new. That is a talent within itself. Care package was for me <laughs> Nobody else, me I really think it was for me <laughs> But I don't know I just <sighs> Look It's different It's really, it's, it's different, okay And it's just It's something for me that's just coming about And I'm just really just like How do y'all compare artists? Because I compare artists by like Playback value if that song came out in 2011, am I still bumping in 2020? Did I forget about it? Granted, there are some Travis Scott songs I have forgot about. I forget about Antidote, quite honestly. I'll never forget Butterfly Effect, though, because I'll never forget what was going on at that time. Not everybody can agree with me, but let's look at it, though, y'all. 
Wale came out with Diary. Y'all don't forget Diary. Y'all damn sure don't forget the breakup song either. Breaking up is hard, it's moving long, it's even harder. It's older, she got colder now. Can't locate where her heart is. Y'all didn't forget that. And y'all damn sure ain't forget no Lotus flower bomb. I am lying when I'm low. She take me high. Y'all didn't forget that shit. Y'all didn't. Now granted, I ain't gonna lie. Trick, okay? Trick. Bankers, okay? Lil Wayne knew what he was doing when he came up with Drake. Okay? A light-skinned nigga that could sing and rap. He knew what he was doing. Like, I don't know. We're we, we, we going to make a whole episode about Drake one day. One of these days, we're going to make a whole episode about him. And we're really going to sit down and talk about this and see what's, what's, what makes Drake pop. What is it? Is it his image? Is it his sound? Is it because he can cater to the ladies? Is it? Cause I've heard that that's the that's the ticket. He caters to the ladies, but if we be in line, so is Wale, right? Right. So why don't y'all give this man his flowers? I don't know, man. I just feel like Wale's so versatile. His songs on there that y'all forget about. Like he has things for everybody: athletes, women, depressed men going through shit. Um. Women that's always on the go on vacation taking men's money, liars, um, cheaters. He has music for everybody. Like he has p- music to make you feel better. The gifted pff, had amazing songs on there that just made you feel better about yourself. Golden Salvation, Heaven's Afternoon, Sunshine, Vanity, all of it. Um, he came out with. Um, pretty girls, ask them do they smoke, ask them what do they know, and y'all damn sure ain't forget that song, um, looking at, looking at, looking at me, looking how, looking how they looking at me, he has bangers, y'all, y'all can't be forgetting about Wale now, don't call him out, now his best album to me is Ambition, um, that's my favorite album, um, I feel like that's the that's the album where he, you know he, he just signed MMG. He was great. Everything was going well for him. Um, legendary, <laughs> banger, sabotage, slight work, light work. Him and Big Sean together it was amazing. And then y'all know we was calling each other the illest bitch alive. Everybody had ambition in they in they bios at one point, and then years go by and y'all just count this man out. No, no. I want y'all to go back and listen to this shit. Yeah, matter of fact, if y'all got title, I'm gonna put together a Wale motherfucking um playlist, and I'm gonna put it together for y'all, and y'all can just go and just go from there, and I'm gonna put it in the link, and we gonna get it together because I really feel this, y'all. I can't believe this. I really can't believe that y'all be counting people out like people that have bankers um but um he also had that new album wild ass crazy and if y'all have not seen that sumi video amazing it's a song that he featured kelly price on that's pretty much the saying sumi i'm room for everybody that's black and that goes from athletes entertainers to everybody and it's a powerful video the video is amazing I'm going to link that too, just so y'all have it, but y'all, <laughs> y'all can't be counting this man out. Things that are powerful 
we I know music is a, is a universal thing. You know, people listen to it to get high. People listen to to it for for inspiration. People use it to work out in. People use it to turn up. It's whatever. But it's we can't count this man out. He actually got a song for the AKAs called Debbie, and I really thought the AKAs was gonna be playing that song and being turned for it. And I have yet to see any TikToks for that video hyping that. BGM is a really good feel good song. I do my makeup to that song every day. It's it's a, it's a really good feel good song, y'all. Um, he got a song with a little dark called "Break My Heart." Basically, any nigga can relate to that song. That's a cheater or a fuck boy. <laughs> I'm just you know I'm dropping gems for y'all. Um, just letting y'all know a couple things. Now, we do know, we're not going to get into the J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar argument because we do know J. Cole has his flowers, you know? I'm still waiting on Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar is a pure artist to me. Pure artist. He's so L.A. I love it. But he's, he, he's, he's, he gets, he, I feel like he doesn't get enough flowers because he, he puts a lot into his work and he makes it very entertaining to understand and y'all still don't want to understand it, which is kind of weird to me. Damn was a... A masterpiece but y'all really look over the to pimp a butterfly because y'all didn't like the little jazz aspect to it but i really want y'all to look at it from like a new set of eyes and ears and just really try to really sit down and listen to it he's so lyrical and just so poetic and storytelling like it's amazing j cole too like just i'll just be listening to j cole old stuff and um, I was listening to Three Wishes, and I was just really be thinking, like, damn, this, he's, he tells stories so effortlessly. It sounds like literally a story. And you can't forget it because he's made it so simple. But Kendrick, you know, you kind of got to read between the lines a little bit because he's so poetic. Um, and Wale is kind of the same way. But everybody going to capture their art in different ways. And I feel like we have to appreciate every, the same way that everybody does. Everybody has their different lines and different ways of poetry and how they want to come about it um it's it's pretty much you know how you chilling how you go about it and i just felt like y'all so quick to count people out um if we talking lyrics though travis should have been the one to shoo away you know we got to edit that meme i don't know if y'all saw it but it kind of made me sad like really sad and um, I wanted to talk about J. Cole a little bit, too. He reads people for filth in the most nicest ways, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. I really do. Just, I really, I really think about the 1985 and how he came for 6 9 like that. And wait, was it 6 9 Whoever he came for. One of them little ugly ass, little rappers, little punk, little whoever. He read them for filth. And you see, they ain't making no noise. And, well, never mind, 6 9 is. But that's a different story. But, I don't know. I like these classy reads that J. Cole does. It's, it's, I like it. I like it. But that mean, though, y'all, we got to do better when we're talking about music and stuff. Like, really think about these shits before you come up with memes. I know y'all be trolling, but social media is all we got during this quarantine, and it's all we can talk about. So let's make it worth it. But anyway, 
we at the end of this or whatever i hope y'all enjoyed the first episode this gives y'all a feel for how the podcast will go this will not always just be me talking if y'all like my personality let me know i will show y'all more um i really love music and i just want y'all to share this with me I have a journalism and promotional communications degree that I'm just unable to use. Nobody want to hire my black ass, so I figured I'm just going to make my own platform and go about it. And if y'all going to support me, I love it. I really do. And I'm here with y'all. If y'all want me to support you back in return, just let me know. Let's help each other. I'm here for y'all as long as y'all here for me. And I'm here for it. So today, I'm going to put my friend on. My friend here, his name is... But hold on, I'm going to get y'all his Instagram plug first. So y'all have it. But his name on Instagram is Heartbreak Velo. Or underscore Velo. Heartbreak underscore Velo. He comes out with these new freestyles every, um, well it was like on a weekly basis. He kind of been in his bag lately getting into his new project. But I want y'all to go check out his freestyles. He, he takes some... Um, one two three from money bag and makes his own the baby pluto freestyle from little uzi verd and he did um a ghetto angels one something to prove is one of my favorites just go out there and check them out y'all just get on with what's going on in cleveland these different artists that's going on as well and if you want to get put on just let me know hit me up we can figure something out but i do want to play one of his songs from his most recent tape that he put out um and let y'all find it. It's pretty much everywhere, shit. If I could get it on title, shit. And y'all see, I'm going to keep dropping title. I want to work for Elliot Wilson one day. That's my dream, y'all. So when I be posting this on social media and all of that, can y'all please shout out Elliot Wilson? My dream job is to work for him someday. Like, that is my dream. I don't know what it is, but I love title itself. I love that Jay-Z was able to make a a, a black streaming service for us. And I'm with it. I'm 100% with it. I love it, actually. And I think this is just what we needed. And every time I see Elliot Wilson come out with a new interview that he did with an artist that I really want to work with, I just, I get so excited. That's one of my dreams. And I'm not supposed to be sharing my dreams with y'all and all of that shit. But I want to. <laughs> Period. But all right, this is my friend Velo. You can find his EP called Black Heart. Um, he has a new one coming out. I'm not sure what the new one's going to be called, but that's why y'all follow him on Instagram so y'all can get in contact with that. I'm just name dropping. He don't even know I'm doing this, y'all. I'm going to tell him after I record. But um, I want y'all to listen to this song. It's called Every Time. And it's really a, a nice song. So go on, sit back and listen to this. I got you. I gotta stop fucking my beam. 
y'all little um teaser or whatever that's y'all little fye sample <laughs> y'all remember that story when we used to go in there and listen to the headphones <laughs> scan the cd that's y'all little sample so y'all gotta go check that out go download black heart i'm pretty sure it's everywhere i know it's on apple music and title so it's everywhere cleveland's on velo but that is the end of my first episode make sure to give me feedback let me know i just dropped on my twitter handle it's key to his heart well key i i k i i underscore to his heart or on instagram k i underscore crown me no it is two underscores i did check it is and then you know and follow for your records on Instagram. We're going to, you know, start this all out. And let me know. Give me feedback. Let me know about song quality, what y'all want to know, what y'all want to hear, whatever. And if you're an artist or whatever, you know, we could put each other wrong. Let's help each other. But anyway, bye.